in the holy letters in the Rebbe, in volume 7, and this is letter number 2136. And uh, this is dated, Baruch Hashem, dated Yud Ches Sivan Tovshin Yud Gimel. And the Rebbe is writing this to Abbas Yuchasit Tzvi Sheyichya. Last name was Harachbi. That's, uh, so, this guy wrote to the Rebbe, Shalom of Racha. So he writes to the Rebbe. So the Rebbe writes to him like this, Shalom of Racha. The Rebbe says, I received your letter and also, during these days, I received your book, your Sefer, that's the uh, genealogy of the family of Maskele Eison, and the Rebbe is thanking him for that book. And the Rebbe says that you start in your letter that you want to be connected. He wants to connect with the Rebbe, but he doesn't want to be a chassid. Because he belongs to the Prushim. Prushim is a sect which are basically misnagdim uh, or following the Gona uh, Vilna. Prushim, those are a, not Hasidim, but he still wants to be connected to the Rebbe. So the Rebbe says, for sure you know the fact that the, the Goyen Rebelio, that the Vilna Goyen Vilna, he himself was called Hasid. And the Rebbe says, obviously, I'm not intending, God forbid, that you should be a chassid of some individual person, or even of a general person. But this is like the euphorism, the saying of the Balatanya, the author of the Tain Alter Rebbe. One time, they asked him, what is a chassid? What is the idea of a chassid? And the Alter Rebbe answered that that is a person who gives up his own benefit. Not only does he give up from his benefit, but even he doesn't stop, even it might hurt him a little bit, as long as this can bring a benefit to another person. He gives up from themselves for another person. Know what that means? That means to give up from yourself not being selfish, and to go ahead to benefit somebody else. So, at the time, when he said it, it was a lot of, at that time, there was a strong disagreement. So the one who questioned of the Mestagdim, this was a big is there. So the questioner asked him, I don't want evidence for this from the hidden Torah from the Kabbalah, from the esoteric part of the Torah. I want you to bring me a proof what you just said. A chassid is someone who gives up from himself for the benefit of what does it say? And the Alter Rebbe said to him that this is a very clear Talmud in the tractate Nida on page 17a. Over there it says that one who burns the nail clippings is considered a chassid. Why is it considered a chassid? Because one should not be burning any parts of his own, own body. So, but it says that a pregnant woman who steps on uh, nail clippings may miscarry. So, a tzaddik, it says, buries them. So, if you bury them, 
it's unlikely for them to be stepped on because they're buried. But still, sometime, somehow, it can be opened up. But a chassid is called, if he burns them, even though burning a part of your own body is something which is damaging, the Rebbe says, look in Tosis. So the Rebbe says, how do we tie this in to the teaching of Hasidus and its instructions? This kind of selfless, to give up from yourself or another person, this is, can be understood very simply, because according to the Shulchan Aruch, there is a rule that says, my chazi dedomi dedoch sumek tvei, which basically we say, who says that your blood is more red than the other one's blood? Basically, it's like saying, all people are created equal. I'm not better than you. So, that's a rule in Torah, like if they tell you, kill the other person or else you'll get killed. You're not allowed to kill, because who says that your blood is redder than the other ones? I mean, you can't kill the other person just to save your own life. So, the same thing is in the other way as well. Just like your blood is not redder than the other one, so the other one is not better than you. So who says that your brother, your, your friend's blood is, is more redder than yours? So that's the way the approach is in the revealed part of Torah. But in the Hasidic teaching, that places the emphasis on the fact that the first part of service needs to be beyond reason, without calculations. That you have to start only to wait to have a strong foundation for the observance of, mitzvah, of Torah and mitzvahs properly, you have to approach it to devote yourself beyond reason. And when we don't go into any calculations, so first of all, we interest ourselves in the benefit of our, our friend. And especially when you remember, for the reason that one has to do service beyond reason and rationale, without any calculations. If a person uses, always figures things out, calculates things, even if it's a holy calculation, so it's known that the measure of Hashem is measure for measure. So also with the person, they're also going to go into particulars if he's actually accounted for in his conduct, in action, even in speech and in thought, because thoughts of sin is sometimes difficult, are koshimavera, they're difficult in sin itself. So then it's obvious that it's not worthy for you to be particular with Hashem, because you don't want Hashem to be particular with you. You want to sort of, let's just do it a general, not a very specific counting and calculation. That's the emphasis for Hasidus. The Rebbe says, learning Hasidus basically puts the emphasis on putting away your intellect and your self and your calculation, just devote yourself to the Torah and mitzvahs in beyond reason and rationale. And what you benefit from it is because then Hashem treats you also in such a way, measure for measure. If you devote yourself to Hashem beyond reason, then Hashem 
devotes himself and gives you beyond reason. So the question that is known, if it is such a important and necessity to learn Hasidus, so what did the earlier generations, what did they do before Hasidus? And even in our times, there are some that don't know from the teaching of Hasidus, and yet they are very complete and fearing God, Jews. So, But the answer is also obvious. The world runs not by chance, God forbid. There is divine, specific, divine providence, each detail in detail. Just like we see in the category of the animals, that there are many limbs that are necessary for the animal, for one animal, without it, he cannot survive, even though the other animal doesn't have them. How to defend themselves, they each one have their specific limbs that they use to, for their existence. Because the other one doesn't have it, he can be live without them. So, so from Pasukin Eiv says, Malfeinu we learn from the animals. So in other words, the way we see by the animals, that's an instruction to us. So we also learn that the same thing is true by the category of the humans, the speaking is so. One who hasn't found out till now from the teaching of Hasidus, or he was in the generations, that this study of the inner part of Torah was only applicable to select individuals. So that itself is evidence that he has find himself in such conditions, and he will not come to those tests that require that he has to know this knowledge of Hasidus, but as opposed to those who found out from this existence of this portion of Torah. And this is obvious that this goes as the Rambam rules, even one letter, and who says, goes without saying, that if you're talking about a whole section of Torah, this holiness, the sanctity, is equal as the Rambam says to the Pasuk of Shema Yisrael. And the difference, the difference between an animal and a Jewish person there above is only as far as follows. That Hashem wants that he should be completely, his goodness fully. So Hashem doesn't want to force the person. So therefore Hashem gives him free choice. Not only that, Hashem created the Yitzhah who explains to the person many, many reasons and rationales to put him away from the right path. So if the Yitzhah has business, in other words, he has to deal with a man who fears Hashem, so then he gives the reasons and the excuses, uses the words of the Shulchan Aruch to say, you know, this, that, you know, giving reasons, but that's only the advice of the Yitzhah. And there is for the Rebbe says to go into this is extra. This, what you're asking is if there are over there from people that used to live in Yekaterinoslav, that's the place where the Rebbe uh, lived, as the Rebbe says, I don't know about them. As far as my mother, the Rebbe in Shlita, so it's best that you write to her directly. And for sure she will write to you from what she knows. And you can write here 
to her with any language that it is. I mean, I guess maybe Yiddish, maybe Hebrew, maybe Russian, I'm not sure. And the Rebbe says, as you requested, I'm also attaching here a piece of clipping that was, uh, that was printed here during the passing of my father, uh, a blessed memory, the Rebbe says, I've taken the blessing and I'm responding with blessing. Since you were a shaliach to give over regards from your father-in-law, Rav Goen, God of Katz, so please be so kind and pass along also regards from me and thank you for that. May Hashem succeed you and grant you and your wife that you should raise your son, Yehuda Yehuda Leib, the Torah L'chup Maizim Toivim, in a wide way, and that you should add strength in splitting the light of Judaism in your surroundings, and may it be the will of Hashem, you should do this with the Hasidic warmth, with respect and blessing for success. The Rebbe says, as a note, I saw in the listing in the end of your book that you published, uh, and uh, that you are in your publishing, and some of them are deal with science, how it relates to religion. So if you're able to provide these svarim to, to my library, I thank you in advance. Since this question and the approach to it is actually painful, because even the religious people who deal with it, so what is the conclusion from all of the effort that they had, what do they say? That there were many great Jewish giants who had a great knowledge in science, and how much the science is important for Torah, as, for example, the laws of Kiddush HaKodesh, at Trefus, knowing which animal is not kosher. But the Rebbe says the approach needs to be just the opposite, that science has no basis without a Muna. And many of the scientists would get lost in the ways of life had they not held on to religion, etc., etc. So the Rebbe basically saying is that the main should be the religion. And the science comes secondary.